Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay, where, of course, we talk about world football, world soccer, if you want to look at it that way. There's a lot going on, folks. I can't believe how much is going on this past week. We need to catch up and get regrouped, right? Of course, the first thing we want to talk about is Lionel Messi. That's been on everybody's mind this past week. What's he going to do? Where's he going to go? How much is he going to get, uh, get paid? Well, you know, <laughs> right now, for the moment, he's going to stay at Barcelona. But here's the catch. Apparently, the other day, he and his father, who happens to be his agent, had a uh, meeting with Bartolomeu, who is the owner of Barcelona. They sat down, had a nice talk. They say it was positive. Everybody came out smiling. Messi's going to stay with Barcelona for another year. Then he will be given his unconditional release. In the meantime, apparently he missed a couple of days of practice, but now he's back practicing while the team is practicing, but he's practicing on his own, just kind of staying in shape. Now, how much he'll be used on the field during this upcoming season, that remains to be seen. Uh, Norman, who's the new coach of the, uh, of the uh, Barcelona team, there uh, is going to, you know, obviously try to, I, I'm assuming, uh, move him into the offensive uh, situation uh, to keep the team uh, on top or try to get the team on top. It would be a shame to keep Messi on the bench in his last year. He's such a storied player. I would hope that maybe, uh, maybe this new coach will work him into the offense. It's going to be difficult to see what happens. So we'll just have to take it week by week, see where it goes. Uh, La Liga starts up here in a couple of weeks, so we will see where Barcelona is in the uh, in the play of things. And uh, my goodness, uh, I hope Messi goes on the field at least once every game or is on the field for every game for every minute so that the fans can at least give him their due and say thank you for a great uh, career there at Barcelona. Now, of course, the rumor is he's going to Manchester City to be with Pep Guardiola. We'll see how that happens. Apparently, there have been some talks. This is uh, not official. But uh, the unofficial rumors are that he has talked with Guardiola or somebody from his camp has talked to Guardiola or somebody has talked to Manchester City. And I would assume that there's probably some rather furious negotiating going on regarding uh, money, the bottom line. So we will see where it all goes from here. In the meantime, speaking of Barcelona, and I'm going to be interested to see what kind of a team they put on the pitch when the, the season starts. Uh, have you heard about the uh, two uh, cohorts of Messi, Luis Suarez and Arturo Vidal? Well, the latest rumor is Luis Suarez is looking to be heading to Juventus. Holy smokes. That team is going to be so loaded. By the time CDAA starts, people in Serie A are just going to say, you know what, give the title to, to uh, Juventus and let's just play out the season. Uh, my goodness, <laughs> Juventus is just going to be loaded. So we'll see if Luis Suarez makes something final there with some money, a contract of some sort. In the meantime, Vidal heading for Inter Milan, possibly. There are uh, some uh, rather furious talks going on with his camp and the people in Inter Milan. That would make Inter Milan a very, very storied and very dangerous threat to Juventus. Um, there at the top of Serie A, of course, you know Inter Milan came in uh, right there in the top three this past season. We will see where this all shakes out. But boy, if Suarez and Vidal end up in Serie A, that will be the league to watch uh, coming up this year. So we'll see where it all goes. In the meantime, other shocking news. Mbappe, yes, the Mbappe, the one who plays for PSG and the French national team, the one who likes to run the field 60 yards with the ball and everybody stands by and goes, what, what was that? What happened? Okay, yeah, that Mbappe. He has tested positive for COVID-19. Doesn't say how serious the symptoms are. Doesn't say if he even has the symptoms 
showing. We will just see where it goes. But Mbappe, for the moment, is on the sidelines testing positive for COVID-19. Okay, other big news. Wow. James Rodriguez, the Colombian, the guy who is just an amazing scoring uh, machine. I like the way he plays. He's so smart. He's a good ball handler. He's now at Everton in the EPL. Why is he at Everton? Somebody like James Rodriguez, why is he at Everton? Well, (laughs) the coach is Carlo Ancelotti. And remember, Ancelotti coached Real Madrid a few years back, and that's when James Rodriguez was there. These two hit it off big time. Now, one thing you got to remember about Carlo Ancelotti, this is a coach that takes the silent approach to his job. This is a guy who treats his players like his sons and grandsons. Okay, this is a guy who's just a very philosophical type coach, but he has had great success over the years. And James Rodriguez has bought into his philosophy, and James just thinks Ancelotti, for the most part, walks on water. So you've got James Rodriguez at Everton. Watch Everton in the EPL this coming year. James Rodriguez is a franchise changer. This guy is good. I know he's getting up there. Well, what? He's in his late 20s. Oh, come on. He, okay, he's not that old, right? But I think James can fit in well. Ancelotti knows how to push James's buttons. He knows how to say, do this, do that, do that, do this. And James will do it. And uh, Everton is going to pay a great, great positive price for this. So watch Everton in the EPL this coming year. Everton should be in the top five by the time all the dust settles at the end of the year. Very good. Moving on, Wolverhampton. Remember last year how they had a good year? Uh, Nuno Santo, the coach, uh, the Portuguese guy who was just so smart, he had he kind of went unrecognized. Well, Wolverhampton has signed 18-year-old Fabio Silva from Porto down there in Portugal. And Fabio Silva is a really up-and-coming talent. He's one of these people who's under the radar right now. His name is not being floated around Europe or around the world because he just is not known. But I guarantee you, he gets to Wolverhampton, and Nuno Santo knows what to do. And uh, Fabio Silva is going to be somebody you're going to hear about and you're going to be talking about here in the next couple of years. And guess what? Wolverhampton wants him for a while. Five-year contract. You don't find those going around a lot in world football. Five-year deal for uh, Fabio uh, Silva. And uh, you gotta, you got to believe that Nuno Santo is licking his lips. Oh, and by the way, guess who also is playing for Wolverhampton right now? That's right, Raul Jimenez, the Mexican ace. You get these two together, look out. We could have Wolverhampton and we could have uh, Everton. They're uh, you know, breaking the top five uh, in the EPL uh, come this coming season. It's going to be very, very interesting. Okay, other transactions to talk about. Ivan Rakovic, Swiss midfielder, back at Sevilla, uh, leaving Barcelona. Gee, where have we heard that? Somebody leaving Barcelona, huh? Uh, Rakovic going to um, Sevilla and going back to where he came from, and he's on a four-year deal back there at Sevilla. Sevilla is a team that needs to be watched again. Remember, they came in third in the uh, La Liga here this past season, and they uh, did very, very well in the Europa League that will be playing in the Champions League come this season. Kai Havertz, the 21-year-old, is now with Chelsea, coming from Bayern Leverkusen. Havertz is a great guy to watch. He's very exciting. Uh, he'll be now with Bayern Leverkusen, and Chelsea has now signed Hakim Ziyech, Timo Werner, and we all know Timo Werner is somebody that's just amazing. 
uh, Ben Chilwell, uh, Malang Sar, and Tiago Silva. Uh, not the Tiago Silva you're thinking about. Uh, this is another Tiago Silva. Uh, the Tiago Silva that we all are kind of aware of is the one that plays at PSG and is the captain of the uh, Brazilian defense and captain of the PSG defense. So this is another Tiago Silva. Uh, it looks like Frank Lampard's got himself quite a team over there. Chelsea, they may be scrambling to go into the top as well. EPL is going to have a good season this year. I can see it coming. All right, let's get on to Nations League action and trying to explain about how they've broken this down and how they're uh, determining who's going to advance and who's going to do what. It's kind of it's kind of like logarithms and um, and advanced calculus all put together. So I'm just going to break it down this way. Uh, you've got four leagues in this Nations League deal. You've got leagues A, B, and C, and they have four groups. There's also a League D. Okay, leagues A, B, and C uh, basically are countries that are of somewhat bigger populations. Okay, League D is your Andorras, Liechtensteins, um, San Marino, uh, Faroe Islands, th those kind of countries, okay? So leagues A, B, and C, they have four groups. And uh, we've got uh, game days September 3rd through the 8th, which we're seeing right now. Then we're going to have return dates on October 10th and 11th and 13th and 14th, okay? Those will be the return dates that will be coming up next. Then in November, 14th and 15th and 17th through the 18th will be the determining uh, games to determine or figure out who's going to advance. So uh, basically, you've got uh, leagues A, B, and C with four groups in each league there. And then you've got League D with two groups. And uh, they'll be uh, drawing the winners and advancers from those groups. So that's basically, in a nutshell, very, very layman's terms, uh, first grade level, uh, exactly what's going on with Nations League. So we've all enjoyed some great soccer over here the past few days. Let's go over the scores um, on the 4th of September. Lithuania and Kazakhstan got everything started. Kazakhstan was on the road to Lithuania. They played in Vilnius, Kazakhstan winning 2-0. Then Albania also went to Belarus. Uh, didn't let the cold weather in Minsk get to them. Albania winning 2-0 there. It was Bosnia going to Italy and tying 1-1, a good game for Bosnia on the road. Uh, Poland went to Holland and uh, got shut out 1-0 by the Dutch. Norway hosted Austria. And even though Eric Holland is uh, playing up front for the Norwegian team, Austria was able to come away with a 2-1 win. I watched this game, and the one thing I noticed about Norway, Eric Holland is, is playing you know, spectacularly well. However, there's nobody to get him the ball. When Norway comes down on the counterattack or comes down on an offense and they've got the ball, Holland on three different occasions I saw, and I'm sure there were more, but on three different occasions, Holland made runs that were absolutely unbelievable. He was open. He was on a good diagonal. The ball had a clear lane to get to him, but the person with the ball did not know properly how to get it to him. So this is something Norway is going to have to work on. You can have a superstar up front. That's great. But if you can't get him the ball to put in the net, it's not going to work. Holland uh, did get the only goal for Norway. Uh, it was a great goal, but uh, Austria was able to uh, pack away at the Norwegian defense and get that second goal. So Norway's going to have to work on that. Uh, Eric Holland is there, and uh, hopefully uh, Norway can get the uh, offense squared away where they say, hey, get the ball to Holland when you get into the offensive zone. In other games, Northern Ireland went to Bucharest and tied Romania 1-1 on the road, and Ireland, Northern Ireland finished the game with 10 men. 
Israel was in Scotland at Hampton Park in Glasgow, and they came away with a 1-1 tie there. Uh, Czech Republic went to their next-door neighbor uh, over in Bratislava, and they defeated Slovakia 3-1. Then on the 5th, uh, we had Gibraltar hosting San Marino. This is action, obviously, out of that Group D I was telling you about, and Gibraltar won the game 1-0. North Macedonia hosted Armenia. That was a 2-1 win for North Macedonia. England played Iceland in Reykjavik. England went down to 10 men uh, shortly after the second half started, and England but came away with a 1-0 victory. Luxembourg hosted Azerbaijan, or rather was on the road to Azerbaijan, and Luxembourg gets a win on the road at Azerbaijan, 2-1. Montenegro goes to Cyprus, wins 2-0. Georgia goes to Estonia, and in Tallinn, Georgia wins 1-0. Belgium goes to Denmark. Shuts out Denmark 2-0. That's why Belgium's number one in the world. This is a good, good team. Croatia goes to Portugal. Portugal took them apart like surgeons. Watched the game. Portugal did not have Ronaldo on the field, by the way. Reason? Toe infection. He may play this coming week or the next. He will definitely be ready for the next round, but he's on antibiotics right now. He was in the stands. Actually got uh, kind of talked to by the officials there in the Portugal stadium at Porto to put on a mask. Hmm. I wonder how that went over. Okay, very good. Anyway, Croatia taken apart like a by by a surgeon, which was Portugal four to one, and France uh, traveled to Sweden, um, and that uh, was a one nothing win there for France. Mbappe did play. All right, uh, moving on to more action on the sixth. It was the Faroe Islands going to Andorra and getting a win one nil. It was Bulgaria going to Wales. Wales wins the game in the 94th minute. Dramatic finish indeed. Wales wins 1-0 there. Russia uh, holds off Hungary 3-2 in uh, Budapest. Now, Russia was up in that game 3-0, and Hungary started coming back. And you can see the Russian coach on the sidelines. He was absolutely apoplectic. I mean, the guy the guy was looking for some serious, serious vodka, okay? and uh, But Russia did hang on for a 3-2 win in that game. Finland went to Dublin and shut out Ireland 1-0. Moldova went to Slovenia. And the uh, country of our first lady, Mrs. Uh, Melania Trump, she, they win 1-0 there. Latvia and Malta go to a 1-1 tie. Spain shut out Ukraine in Spain 4-0. It was Germany and Switzerland 1-1 in Switzerland. And Turkey went to Serbia, tied 0-0, which is kind of the result you would expect from that game. And Greece goes to Kosovo. And in J, Greece pulls off a win, 2-1. to one. Then on the 7th, on Monday, Kazakhstan hosted Belarus, and Belarus came away with a 2-1 win. Poland went to Bosnia, win 2-1. Italy goes to Holland, wins 1-0. Romania goes to Austria, 3-2. Norway goes to Northern Ireland, Norway wins 5-1. This time Eric Holland got more involved with the offense. Scotland goes to the Czech Republic, wins 2-1. Slovakia goes to Israel, ties 1-1. And Lithuania goes to Albania. That was a 1-0 win for Lithuania. So we've got more games coming up uh, during this week, and then they'll shut it down for about three weeks. Then we'll have the return leg in October, and we'll, of course, have all the scores on those games for you. Now looking at MLS action, from this past week, and there's been a bunch of games indeed. Um, 
On the 5th, we had Houston hosting Sporting KC, which has turned out to be some sort of a rivalry in MLS after uh, they kept meeting in playoffs. Houston won 2-1 in that game. It was Atlanta United tying Orlando City in Orlando 1-1. The Battle of Canada, uh, the Western Canada and Eastern Canada, Vancouver beats Toronto 3-2. And the Colorado Rapids on the road tied San Jose 1-1. That was a good uh, point there on the road for the Earthquakes. Then on the 6th, we had New York City FC on the road to D.C. That was a 0-0 draw. Philadelphia Union shutting out New York Red Bulls 3-0 at the Red Bull Park. Uh, New England Revolution going to Chicago and winning 2-1. Columbus in the Battle of Ohio shutting out Cincinnati 3-0 at Columbus. It was Minnesota United all over Real Salt Lake in Minnesota 4-0. It was Inter-Miami tying Nashville 0-0 at home. Portland going to Seattle and winning 2-1. And LAFC on the road to the LA Galaxy, which was basically down the freeway and around the corner. Uh, LAFC ending the game with 10 men. LA Galaxy winning the game 3-0. That's a look at what went on in the uh, MLS. Now let's look at the uh, at the uh, scores from the Mexican League from this past week. And it was a busy week indeed. Leon went to Necaxa on the 4th and shut them out 1-0. It was Monterrey, the Rayados, going to Tijuana and losing 2-1. Juarez holding a you might say holding serve at home against Santos up there at the border. That was a 1-1 draw. And then in uh, on the 5th, uh, we had the Pumas down there in Mexico City playing in Olympic Stadium all over Puebla 4-1. It was Atlas shutting out Cruz Azul 1-0 at Atlas. And Tigres there in Monterrey losing at home to Chivas from Guadalajara 3-1. Then also we had... Um, then we got the action coming up on the 8th, uh, a Tuesday, when we have Tigres going to Leon. Pachuca is going to go to Mexico City to play Cruz Azul. Tijuana is going to go down to the west coast of Mexico, play Mazatlan. And Pumas is going to travel from, uh, rather from Mexico City up to Torreon. They're just going to play Santos Laguna. So that's what it looks like uh, for the uh, Mexican League coming up here in the next couple of days. Now, I wanted to go over real quick with you. The uh, standings from uh, ML or from the uh, Mexican League, give you an idea of who's having a good start to the season. Uh, we've got Leon, believe it or not, up in uh, first place with 17 points. They're having an excellent start. Uh, Pumas is in second place with 16 points. Cruz Azul right behind them at 16 as well. Then America is in fourth place at 16 points, but they're only one point out of first place. So the Americanistas, for the moment, shouldn't be too upset. Uh, Pachuca's in fifth place at 14 points. Then Rayados from Monterrey is in 12th, uh, rather fifth place with 12 points. Then Toluca's got 12 points as well. Chivas right behind them at 11. Then Caretero and Puebla round out the top 10 with 10 points apiece. So that's a look at the uh, standings from the Mexican League. Uh, they're doing very well. And so uh, we've, got, um, we've got that uh, in order at this point, and we'll keep you posted as to the standings and how they change here in the next several weeks. Now, we've got uh, other European leagues starting up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, France going to start up this week with PSG on the road to Lens, And then uh, La Liga is going to start on the 11th, which is Friday. Uh, Bill Bow is going to go to Granada. Um, and then uh, France is also going to have Lyon at Bordeaux on Friday the 11th. 
Uh, EPL starts up on 12th, on the Saturday, the 12th of September. Uh, two games have already been canceled. No explanation at this point. Uh, Man U was supposed to host Burnley and Man City. Uh, Man U rather was supposed to go to Burnley and Man City was going to host uh, Aston Villa. But those two games have been canceled right now. For the moment, I guess they'll be rescheduled. Uh, Crystal Palace is going to host Southampton. West Ham United is going to host Newcastle United. And Liverpool is going to host one of the new additions to the EPL this year, Leeds United. So that should be interesting to see how Leeds does in their debut against the EPL reigning champions. Very good. That's going to do it for Kicks and Dribbles this week. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it was great um, Nations League action from European soccer. And, of course, they'll be starting up in about two or three weeks again with the return leg on a lot of those games. And we'll have those scores for you. Lauren McClay is the producer of Kicks and Dribbles. She does a great job. John Dang handles our sound. And D.C. McClay is in our ideas department. And he always passes along good stuff to look at. I'm Dan McClay. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, wash your hands, social distancing, please. It's very important. Let's get this pandemic gone so that we can get fans back in the stadium. That's the most important thing. We're missing out a lot of atmosphere without having those flags and the singing going on in the stands in the different arenas. So let's wash our hands and do the social distancing. Very, very important indeed. And please, whatever you do, don't let your life have too many yellow cards.